Nishma Sibeh Wabamah 
It's after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
I had the most amazing dream last night. It was very thrilling and entrancing. The world became a place so filled with light. And in my dream, Jews everywhere were dancing. Because Mashiach had arrived, peace and love began to thrive. No more war, no more hate. A time to celebrate. Aha! And for the first time, my oh my, since long ago at Har Sinai, Chaveirim Ko Hashem, we beg of you, please make this dream come true. And in my dream when I turned on the news All they did was talk about the Jews They wondered how could we have been so wrong I think deep down they knew it all along Because Moshiach had arrived Peace and love began to thrive The whole world came to storm our gates But there's no gators, it's too late ah, 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 ah. And for the first time, my oh my Since long ago at Har Sinai Hashem, we beg of you Please make this dream come true J.M. in the A.M. on a Thursday morning broadcast. A song that uh, we spent a lot of time on yesterday with A.B. Rottenberg. Chaverim, featuring Benny Friedman off Journeys, volume number five. Yesterday, we had a conversation with A.B. Rottenberg. If you missed it, check out the archives at NahumSingle.com and, of course, on the NSN app. 
It was a real look at Journeys 5, and uh, honestly, it was a look at Journeys in general. We <laughs> we cited so many things from the very first four Journeys albums as well. Mordechai Medevitz Lanetzach, you heard the wedding medley from David Lowy, Itzik Eshel, and Rake Lecha. Brand new Cedars of Lebanon with Shira Ma'alot. Makar Chaim, brand new from Eitan Katz, and of course, Regesh, Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. It's Thursday on this March 24th, day 21 in the month of Adar 2, the year 5782, Tufshin Pei Bays, 41 degrees with 92% humidity, winds are east at 12 miles per hour. Showers today with a high of 53 than tonight, rain and a low of 49. Tomorrow, partly cloudy and a high temperature of 62 degrees. 46 right now in Yerushalayim. We're at 41 here in New York City as we say good morning at JM in the AM. Well, we've uh, unofficially kicked off our Nissan uh, Chesed campaign. Unofficially kicked it off. Um, in fact, it's going to be the topic of uh, Miriam L. Wallach's show today at 1030, That's Life, where I am her guest, and we talk about this uh, amazing concept that came up last year uh, on the heels of many, many years of encouraging people to purchase uh, six Flags tickets for families that can't afford it for Cholamoid. And uh, last year, as you may recall, this uh, Chesed project, this uh, It Takes Two Chesed discussion, really blew up with some amazing suggestions and uh, with the request that everyone do something nice for somebody before Yuntif. Uh Whether it's that bottle of wine on the doorknob with a nice uh, note, enjoy the Seder or enjoy Yuntif, or books and games for the kids, or whether it's... Uh, Pizza pies the week of um, uh, the week before uh, Yuntif begins. When on Wednesday and Thursday, families are trying desperately to balance everything, uh, including feeding their kids before Yuntif. Um, it's one of my favorite suggestions: is getting uh, local pizza establishments and paying them to uh, deliver a dinner to the homes of large families or families that you know. You know, it'll help ease the tension if they have. Uh, if they have uh, dinner taken care of for their kids. Uh, so I have a list that um, that has become a, uh, you know, sort of my go-to list of different things to suggest of what people could do. And uh, because it's an It Takes Two campaign, all we're asking is that when someone does something nice for you before you if you do the same thing for somebody else. Simple as that. It'll do the exact same thing. It could be something that costs no money. It could be something that costs a million dollars. It could be a, a gift card to a local supermarket for a family that really, really needs it and for whom the tension and pressure of, of Yuntif will be eased a bit if they're given a, a gift card to a local supermarket. So it could be any of these ideas. But the uh, Nissan Chesed campaign, uh, I've been so anxious, chomping at the bit, so anxious to get it started that uh, we're, gonna, we're just going to dive right in. And I hope that everybody out there, uh, first of all, I hope everyone participates. But in addition to that, I hope everyone out there feels the the need to give me some suggestions, uh, to comment on the app, to email us, nachum at nachumsegal.com, and give us some suggestions of what you know belongs on my list of, um, I, think, I think it's eight items right now that's on my list. So just, um, you know, just let us know. What suggestions you might have for the Nissan Chesed campaign. And we'll keep spreading the word, and uh, hopefully uh, there'll be more and more wonderful acts of Chesed for individuals and families out there before the Chag. Um, it's one of the most important things that we need to step up. And again, at 10.30 this morning, Miriam Wallach has invited me to discuss this whole uh, concept of the uh, Nissan Chesed campaign, so we'll get into that 
And we'll talk about that list of different things that people can do. Later on in this program, Max Live President Akiva Poppers is going to join us. The Sarachek Tournament begins up at Yeshiva University today. Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowicz is going to be with us in the 8 o'clock hour. There's a lot to talk about that's brand new before Pesach from Art Scroll. So we'll do that in the third hour this morning. Uh, also, Tani Gutterman is being announced as a new member of the Nahum Siegel Network this morning. Yesterday we announced Yossi Zweig's return to the network, and you'll hear him at 11 o'clock this morning on the live lunch. Uh, later on in the third hour, Tani Gutterman, who is uh, known for a whole host of different podcasts, he's joining us starting tonight here on the Nahum Siegel Network schedule. Uh, so we'll speak with him later on in this show as well uh, here at JM in the AM. Um... Charlie Harari at 9 o'clock. Michael Fragan with New York State Deputy Attorney General and current partner at Troutman Pepper, Avi Schick, discussing the dispute between the New York State Education Department and private schools. Uh, Esty Michelle Rosenblatt will be on a Jew in the City Speaks, discussing her experience as an Orthodox Jew working in movies and television. Uh, the It Takes Two campaign, I told you, is going to be the focus of Miriam L. Wallach's That's Life at 10.30. Live lunch with Yussi Zwei coming up at 11 o'clock. Throwback Thursday will go back to 2012 with a live music alert with Aryeh Kunstler. 2012, wow, that's pretty amazing. Uh, Erev Shabbos show, brand new for Parsha Shmini, for Parsha's Paro with Mark Zamek with amazing music. The Erev Shabbos show brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. And again, as we said, right after the Erev Shabbos show, Tani Gutterman, brand new with his Parsha Shavua. Uh, we'll have that part of our uh, weekly schedule Thursday nights right after the Erev Shabbos show here on the Nahum Siegel Network. So we are excited to add that. Uh, that's happening later tonight as we continue to tweak our schedule. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Siegel Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Thursday morning, plenty more coming up at JM in the AM. How about a, uh, a little bit more regarding um, a little bit more of, um, of Journeys volume number five? Here they are at JM in the AM. First pinch my cheek 
Then hand me a kichol and say, We owe it to him. He made our world so very sweet. And wherever life leads you, never forget, see his good to Mautic and I, we're two of a kind Like brothers, the very best of friends Playing all day in the streets of the shtetl Growing from boys into men We would carry water to all of the shops For only five groschen a pail But first we'd learn Toyota in our little shul An hour or two without fail I'll never forget when the shidduch was read Papa came up with the news Mardik till my sister Oyeze In no time the match was approved Blessed by the hailing Rebbe himself A date for the wedding was set And whoever I met for the next week or two Said to me, soon you'll be were set, Henyik baked the sweets, Schneiderman finished the gown. Laughter and joy could be felt in the air, with music and all through the strong and after his shoe came down on the glass the townsfolk burst out into song
הסיפור שלך, יש לך אחד יפה. גם כל הכאבים והחולשות שלך, הפכו אותך אחד כזה, שלא מפחד ליפול, שלא מפחד לגדול. תו לתו נגן את הניגון שלך, יש לך אחד יפה. תרקוד כאילו העולם שר בשבילך, תראה הלב כבר מתרפא, ורק אל תפחד ליפול, רק אל תפחד לגדול. כל עוד לא הפסקת על החלום, אתה מנצח, כאילו אין מחר לחיית היום, תחזיק רק להיום. כל עוד לא הפסקת על החלום, אתה מנצח. תעוף הכי רחוק שאתה יכול, כי יש בך הכל. 
קח מכל צייר את הציור שלך, יש לך אחד יפה. ואין שום דבר שיעצור אותך, תפליג לאן שרק תרצה. רק אל תפחד ליפול, רק אל תפחד לגדול. כל עוד לא הפסקת לחלום, אתה מנצח, כאילו אין מחר לחיות היום. תחזיק רק ליום, כל עוד לא הפסקת לחלום, אתה מנצח. תעוף הכי רחוק שאתה יכול, כי יש בך הכל! J.M. in the A.M. with Akiva and Yeshbacha HaKol. Ari Goldwag and Yitzhi Kaplowitz before that with Marabu. You heard Sameach done by uh, Danny Palgon. Oh, there we go. Uh, Zusha had Moshcheni journeys off of volume number five with My Little Town to open up that set here at J.M. in the A.M. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Heard on listeners' sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web is AlchemSegal.com and the AlchemSegal Network, and of course, any beloved NSN app. Listener Chaya says, I texted two longtime friends. The three of us pooled money to send a nice check to someone we know needs help to make Pesach joyful. There you go. That is the, uh, the Nissan Chesed project in full gear. Thank you for that suggestion. That is a great suggestion, by the way. And people need that money now. Galay Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 1 p.m. newscast next to JMN. Galay Tzal, נמשכת העלייה במקדם ההדבקה, כ-13,000 ישראלים הובחנו כחיוביים לקורונה ביממה האחרונה. ראש הממשלה בנט נועד בשעה זו עם מנהלי קופות החולים. מדווחת כתבתנו מוריה אסרה וולברג. ראש הממשלה כינס לפני זמן קצר דיון עם בכירי מערכת הבריאות ומנהלי קופות החולים. במהלכו עלתה האפשרות לכניסת זן אלים ארצה. גורמי המקצוע הבהירו שיש תוכנית מגירה על האפשרות שיצטרכו לסגור את השמיים. בדיון הוחלט להתמקד. בחיסון הרביעי לאוכלוסיות בסיכון, תוך מתן תמריצים לקופות החולים. הדוקטור ארנון שחר, חבר הצוות לטיפול במגפות, אומר בשיחה עם אמיר בר שלום, הקורונה כאן כדי להישאר, הכינוי גל שישי 
לא רלוונטי למציאות של תחלואה קבועה. אני לא חושב שזה גל שישי, אני חושב שזו המציאות משתנה, עולה ויורדת, עם תחלואה עד יותר, תחלואה פחות, אבל אני לא חושב שכל פעם שאנחנו נעלה בעלייה אנחנו נקרא לזה עוד פעם גל או הר או גבעה. הקורונה פה היא להישאר, היא אף פעם לא הלכה. מדליסטית הזהב האולימפית לינוי אשרם פורשת מספורט תחרותי, מדווח עורך חדשות הספורט עידן קבלר. שמונה חודשים אחרי ההישג הענק בדמות מדליית הזהב באולימפיאדת טוקיו, תודיע לינוי אשרם בארבעה באפריל על פרישה באירוע גדול שיערוך לה איגוד ההתעמלות. חשוב לציין, על אף שהפרישה הזאת באה בהפתעה מסוימת לציבור הרחב, הרי שבתחום ההתעמלות האומנותית נוטות מתעמלות לפרוש אחרי שהגיעו לשיא, בגיל מאוד צעיר ובדרך כלל אחרי מסע אולימפי מוצלח אחד. חודש למלחמה באוקראינה, דוח של קרן החירום הבינלאומית של האו"ם לילדים, קובע כי כמחצית מילדי אוקראינה נאלצו להיעקר מבתיהם בתחילת הפלישה הרוסית לפני כחודש. עם הפרטים כתב חדשות החוץ. אחד מכל שני ילדים אוקראינים הפך לפליט במהלך החודש האחרון, משמע כמעט ארבעה מיליון ילדים ברחו מביתם. כך מפרסמת היום יוניסף, קרן החירום של האו"ם לילדים. דובר הקרן ג'יימס אלדר הוסיף בהצהרה כי מיליוני ילדים נוספים עשויים להיאלץ לנוס על נפשם בעקבות ההפצצות, אלא אם המלחמה תסתיים בקרוב. ושרת העלייה והקליטה פנינה תמנו שטה אומרת ללוסי אריש וג'קי לוי בגלי צה"ל נמשיך לקלוט פליטים ונפעל לשילובם בחברה הישראלית. מפתח מאוד מאוד קריטי להשתלבות ואינטגרציה. אני מתנגדת לאתרים גדולים של קרוואנים. כמה שיותר לפזר ריכוזים, לדאוג שהם מתאקלמים בתוך היישובים, כי אז אנחנו גוזרים עליהם להיסגר בתוך עצמם. תהליך הקליטה הוא בלאו הכי מאוד מאוד קשה. מזג האוויר קר מהרגיל, העונה שלג יורד בערי הצפון, ובמרכז יורד גשם לפרקים, מלווה בסופות רעמים. בצפון הנגב צפוי גשם מקומי במדבר יהודה וים המלח. יש סיכוי לשיטפונות ובמישור החוף קיים חשש מהצפות. אלה החדשות. Some keep 
they have to cross a desert where there are no water mains. Kibodo Maleolam Kibodo Maleolam Kibodo Maleolam Nishartav Shoali
J.M. in the A.M. with Shlomo Katz here on a uh, Thursday morning broadcast. Uh, that was Kivodo. Before that, you heard Avram Rosenblum and his uh, the younger group. I can't remember the name of it. I'm sure someone will remind me. <laughs> his, uh, I believe it's his grandchildren, right, if I'm not mistaken. Alicia's Swing is the name of that one to open up the uh, 7 o'clock hour. Thursday morning broadcast, 24th of March, 21st of Adar 2, our Nissan Chesed campaign, believe it or not, is already in full swing. We'll discuss it more at 10.30 this morning. Miriam Al Wallach has invited me to discuss the It Takes Two campaign um, that uh, we started last year and uh, are going to continue this year where we're asking everybody to do something kind, something nice for somebody before Yuntif, and then hopefully they will do the same for somebody else 
Uh, and that kindness could be anything. It could be something that doesn't cost any money. It could be something that costs a lot of money. It could be for a poor family, not a poor family. Uh, you know a couple of my um, favorite recommendations, which is the, uh, the pizza deliveries the week before Pesach, um, the paying of someone's dry cleaning bill, uh, purchasing uh, Six Flags tickets for families in need uh, from New Jersey NCSY. Uh, I've got a whole list of stuff that uh, I will continue to suggest all through the next couple of weeks. So I hope that everybody putting a bottle of wine, right, bottle of wine, nice note on someone's doorknob, wishing them a nice Seder and a wonderful Yuntiv, games and books for the kids. So that they have a um, some new stuff to do over at Yuntif. I mean, there's just a lot of suggestions, and we'll be talking about as we get closer and closer. And I and I ask everyone out there who has suggestions, uh, like we already got this morning, uh, let let me know. Uh, feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Let me know uh, what you would suggest in terms of uh, an addition to that list, uh, a chesed that can be done before Yuntif for somebody. And um, yeah, and we'll include it. We'll incorporate it. Uh, we'll talk about Max Live coming up just after 7.30 with Akiva Poppers. He's the president of Max Live, and they have the Sarachek tournament up at Yeshiva University today. It starts today. We'll do that with him uh, coming up uh, a little later on this hour. Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowicz, we'll talk about Art Scroll and some of the things going on before Pesach. We'll do that in the 8 o'clock hour. And Tani Gutterman is going to join us, and I've asked Mark Zamek to join that conversation as well. Tani Gutterman is going to join us. He is going to be part of the Nahum Single Network schedule. We introduced Jesse, reintroduced Jesse's Zweig to everybody yesterday. He'll be on the live lunch today. And Tani Gutterman joins our lineup tonight, uh, every Thursday night, right after the uh, Erev Shabbos show with his Parsha Shavuos. So we'll introduce him to you coming up. So a lot of great uh, a lot of great additions coming. And I thank all of you for uh, tuning in and being uh, regular listeners of the Nahum Single Network. But there's uh, a lot happening, more to come, and we'll talk more about it between now and 9 o'clock right here at JM in the AM. On a Let's find out from the unfine. A little bit of fun is fine. 
One day away from Shabbos with Yaakov Shweki. That's Boss Shabbos. Una Messer done by Eighth Day. Thursday morning broadcast, JM in the AM. Tomorrow, our weekly update. Malcolm Holmline will join us at 7.40 a.m. Eastern Time. Make sure to be tuned in. Get the latest on Israel and the Jewish world. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman Kosher Hot Dog Sausage and Deli is the world's best, serving the kosher world since 1954 and available at better kosher supermarkets nationwide. Try A&H today. Our friends at Art Scroll are going to join us in the 8 o'clock hour. Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowicz will have some information for us regarding what's new out there, what to look for before Pesach. That'll happen in the 8 o'clock hour this morning. Tani Gutterman gets introduced later on by me and Mark Zamek. Uh, to our audience, he's going to be doing a Parsha Shavua show uh, every Thursday night after the Erev Shabbos program, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. So that's going to be happening. Uh, that's going to be happening at, uh, later this uh, later in the eight o'clock hour. And uh, Akiva Poppers is going to join us from Max Live. Sarachek tournament starts up at Yeshiva University today. Uh, the um, nationwide high school tournament with twenty four teams, believe it or not. And we'll speak with him coming up here. At JM in the AM. Um, got a, a note from a, a very prominent listener. It says, Mazel up to my granddaughter, Rachel Dina Gifter of Staten Island, on passing her road test yesterday. Rowdy, I'm so happy for you, but of course, you know what this means. Get ready to start doing all those little errands for the family if you want to get the car. <laughs> Seriously, though. <laughs> that's funny. Seriously, though, drive carefully. Enjoy this new stage with much love from Bubs, also known as Bubby Florida, also known as listener Cena. Uh, here at JM in the AM. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Remember, our Nissan Chesed campaign is already in full swing, believe it or not. It's going to be the topic of discussion uh, with Miriam L. Wallach. Actually, Miriam L. Wallach invited me to discuss it with her this morning at 10.30 in the morning. Uh, so make sure to be tuned into That's Life when we, do, when we will discuss the uh, Chesed project and the... Uh, reason it's called It Takes Two, and what we could do, small gestures, but important gestures for other people before Yuntif. That's all coming up at 10.30. At 9 o'clock, it's Charlie Harari. At 9.30, Michael Fragan with uh, Avi Schick discussing the dispute between the New York State Education Department and private schools. Jew in the City Speaks at 10 o'clock with Allison being joined by uh, SD Michelle Rosenblatt discussing her family's experiences as Orthodox Jews working in movies and television. I told you that I'm guest of uh, Miriam Wallach at 10.30. Live lunch with Yossi Zweig. That's a new development. Live lunch with Yossi Zweig coming up at 11 o'clock. Throwback Thursday includes a uh, visit by Arye Kunstler live in studio um, from 2012. We'll do that at 1 p.m. And the Arab Shabbos show brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem is hosted by Mark Zamek. That's at 7 p.m. tonight. Fresh brand new for Para and Shmini. And um, Tani Gutterman with Parsha Shavua. Coming up right after that here, a brand new addition uh, to our lineup at the Nachum Siegel Network. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. Rabbi David Bacher had a wedding to attend in a city that was far from where he lived. He summoned a wagon driver and they asked him to take him there. For some reason, though, it was getting later and later, and there was still a great distance to go. Reb David became upset because he knew the family and guests would be waiting for him, and he felt bad to trouble everyone. He kept hurrying the driver. He said, could you go a little quicker? Although the wagon driver tried to quicken the pace, it just didn't seem to help. It was getting later and later. Finally, Reb David began to get impatient. He asked the driver, don't you know how to quicken the horses? 
Don't you know your business? The driver tried harder and harder. Finally, they reached the city. Reb David quickly got off the wagon and ran into the chuppah. Afterwards, Reb David went to look for the driver, but he was nowhere to be found. Finally, he was told that the driver already went on his way. Reb David quickly asked another driver to hurry and catch up to him. When they finally caught up to him, Reb David asked him, Please forgive me. I apologize for not speaking with Derech Eretz. But the Balagola, the wagon driver, refused to forgive Reb David. Why won't you be me? Why can't you forgive me, asked Reb David. You see that I have great sar. I am pained that I was in any way infringing on your honor. It was only that I was so pressured to get to the wedding on time. The wagon driver steadfastly refused to be moichel, to forgive Reb David. Reb David finally said to him, I am prepared to pay whatever amount you want. I just want you to forgive me. The Balagola stood his ground and he refused. Finally, the Balagola, the wagon driver, said to him, I will only be appeased if you'll give me half of your olam haba, of your world to come. Reb David didn't hesitate for even a moment and he said to him, I give to you half my olam haba. A document was drawn up, witnesses and Reb David signed. He then gave half of his olam haba over to the wagon driver. For Reb David, he would gladly give up all of his worldly possessions to gain mechila, forgiveness, from the wagon driver. But even if it cost him half of his olam haba, half of his portion in the next world, it was certainly well worth it. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. J.M. in the A.M. Thanks, Rabbi Goldwasser, of course. Thursday morning broadcast. By the way, someone mentioned on the app, I think it was listener Devora. Uh, she writes, this may not be pre-Pesach, but really crucial to invite singles and divorcees for their different pseudos. Yeah, well, that is pre-Pesach, in my opinion. Uh, it's pre-Pesach to make sure that uh, those invitations uh, go out before Pesach. And that, uh, you know, people are ready to accept them. And that, that is an amazing chesed, and people should really, uh, people should really um, uh, consider that uh, as we uh, come out of corona, hopefully, and uh, our homes, hopefully, uh, can be open again uh, to guests at the level that we, uh, that we were used to before this, whole, before this whole thing changed the world. <laughs> Uh, Akiva Poppers is with us live via telephone. He's president of Max Live, MACSLive.com, today at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. The first game will take place between, um, well, let's see who's playing this first game. Um, well, we'll find out who's playing the first game. I think SAR is in the first game, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it, it, it's the Saracek Tournament. It's the nationwide Hosted by Yeshiva University, Saracek Basketball Tournament, 24 teams. You can follow all the action at maxlive.com, M-A-C-S-Live.com. I'm sure there's a lot of local interest here, and obviously a lot of local interest no matter where you're listening right now. So you can follow your team, your school, your kids' school, etc. maxlive.com, M-A-C-S-Live.com. Akiva Poppers, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nathan. How are you doing? We've spoken to no one, believe it or not, uh, between me being out for a while and then things just didn't work, not working out. Games-wise, we haven't spoken to anybody since uh, Yeshiva University and the men's basketball team was eliminated on that Friday uh, uh, on that Friday contest against Johns against Johns Hopkins. 
Um, I don't know. Anything you could tell us? Any? Uh, I mean, I'm sure the team is very disappointed, and I'm sure your team was very disappointed. But uh, beyond that, uh, what could you tell us? Looking forward to the future? Looking forward to a bright future? What would you say? Yeah, well, after that loss, um, the team handled it with class in the hotel. You would think that the night and then day after a season-ending loss um, wouldn't exactly be the prettiest scene in, in the team hotel, but that was uh, not the case. The players were actually in uh, uplifted spirits by Chavez. Um, so that was a positive. Going forward next year, it really depends on the recruiting scene. Um, and so that is yet to be finalized. Yeah, and uh, from what I hear, there are a lot of question marks, a lot of possibilities, and we don't know what the team's going to look like next year, but we're looking, we're certainly looking forward to uh, seeing them live and in person. All right, Sarachek tournament begins tonight. I'm assuming it's 24 teams because – Hello? Yeah, there was there was a demand for, um, for additional teams in the tournament. So that's why. Uh, yeah, I assume coming out of COVID, there was demand because there there was no tournament over the last couple of years, right? This is the first time since, what, 2019 that there's a tournament? Yeah, and the first since, I believe, the mid-2000s that there's been an expansion in the number of teams playing. Yep. Um, and uh, how many local teams, how many New York, New Jersey teams do we count among the 24 that are going to be participating? I believe there's nine. There's the same eight who were invited back in 2020. Um, of the 24 teams who are playing in Sarachek, 19 of the of the 24 are original invitees from the 2020 tournament, which never happened. Um, one was a school which wasn't once one school wasn't able to make it, so there are five new invitees. Um, and then Flatbush is, uh, in addition to the eight who were invited in 2020. Am uh, I, a new invite among the Yeshiva League schools. Am I right that SAR, who are ranked one in the seedings, uh, play the first game this morning? You would be right against Furman, which is probably about as hard of a one versus sixteen matchup you're going to get from a one seed. Where are they from? Where's Furman from? Yeah, Rockville, Maryland. Very nice. That's going to open things up, and I, it, t- today's a real March Madness day. Uh, and I'm not referring to the NCAA's. I'm referring to Sarachek because you're literally going to be busy from ten o'clock in the morning all the way until late at night. This will be continuous action that people could follow at Max Live, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll be staring at a computer for roughly 12 hours straight. <laughs> I can imagine. Uh, aside from giving credit to the number one seed, I assume they go in as the favorite in the contest, although they, they did have trouble in the Yeshiva League Championship, which they did not win. Uh, but aside from that, what teams would you tell us are the teams to watch? You're here for a preview of this big Sarachek tournament. What would you say uh, would be uh, wise of us to keep in mind about which teams uh, during the next few days? Yeah, the team which seems actually to be the general consensus favorite is the two-seed Valley Torah. Um, a lot of people felt and still do feel that Valley Torah should have been ranked number one. Um, they went 30-4. and four. They, in their state playoffs, um, pulled off numerous upsets, went extremely deep, um, loaded with talent. So I guess it's a California versus New York decision, but that's definitely a school to keep an eye out on. Right. Uh, in the Yeshiva League, it's, it's tricky because you've got the champion sitting at number seven. Ramaz. Um, with, right, Ramaz with four other teams ahead of them. Uh, but no clear top team. SAR, SAR is a very good team, and they're strong defensively, but they don't have one player who really sticks out where you say, that guy can completely take over a game. Um, and TABC, 
a very similar story with them as well. Those are the two highest-ranked Shiva League teams. And DRS, very similar with them too. Um, so I guess if you want to look at the out-of-town teams, just going down the line, um, one, you've got SAR in town, two, Valley Tora out of town, three, right. TBC, um, which is obviously in town, DRS is four, and then Shalhev is five. So that's the, the next out-of-town team that you get after Valley Tora. Um, and Shalhev got obliterated in the Globerman Championship against TABC back in November. I don't think it's the same Shalhev team. Uh, the problem with Shalhevet is that they're very much centered around one player, um, Avi Halpert. Uh, if their name rings a bell, there may or may not be a relationship there. Uh, so, in theory, if a team is able to stop Halpert, the threats become extremely limited on Shalhevet. Well, is he uh, from the same family as Simcha and Eitan Halpert? He is. And uh, yeah. what, what do they say about his skills? Uh, about his what? His skills. He is a lights out shooter, um, which I guess we're not. Yeah, it's not, not surprising. surprising right? Seems yeah. to be seems <laughs> to be a family tradition, I guess. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's quite good. He he might be the best raw talent playing in Sarajevo. So yesterday, uh, I got a phone call from somebody in in uh, in uh, North Carolina, and they're having lunch with somebody from the NCAA, somebody who's uh, an announcer for a variety of NCAA. I'm not quite sure how it works. Maybe it's an independent project, but. I mean, this is a gentleman that's uh, a play-by-play announcer for Clemson, for Duke, and for other teams, the NCAA. And the reason I got the call was because the the person, the the announcer, expressed uh, that his favorite team is the Brooklyn Nets. So this person down in Carolina knew that that was my favorite team. So he called me to say, I'm sitting here with a fellow Nets fan, and of course, uh, as you would suspect, the person on the other end was originally from New Jersey, and that's why he was a Nets fan. So, so a, a, a just completely Derech Agav, completely off the cuff, uh, the other person in the conversation says to this gentleman, uh, you know that um, Nahum Siegel uh, uh, has a son that's involved in broadcasting. He goes, yeah, of course I know. Uh, I know who everybody is because I watched Max live, and I hear Yehoshua Siegel, his son, you know, do the games. And this is what he says to me. Listen to this, Akiva Poppers. It was worth it for you to wake up early in the morning just to hear this. Oh, yeah. He says, I just want you to know something, Nahum. Um, Max Live is the best Division Three broadcast. The best. The most professional. The way it's handled. All the different uh, cameras and all the accoutrements. The announcers, etc. It is the number one. And he says to me, and it rivals some of the Division One broadcasts around the country. So I thought you'd find that heartwarming going into a really important uh, weekend for you guys. That is quite a good story. I agree with him. <laughs> that I'm sure. <laughs> and, if he, and if he makes it to New York in the next few months, hopefully we'll all get together because he uh, seems like a really nice fellow, and I would like to learn more about what he's doing. How difficult is the new bracket? Uh, I know when there were 20 teams, there were different ways for you guys to decide who goes to Tier 2 and Tier 3 and all that. Is it very complicated? If someone goes to the website, can they find a, a, a relatively easy bracket to follow for the Sarachek tournament? So I think it's simpler now with 24 teams than 20 um, to understand, or at least it's, it's just as easy, uh, which means just as hard. Right. Uh, on the website, we do have a bracket. Um, with a few contingencies in place, but we didn't want to messy up the entire thing and write winner of this game or that game versus winner of this game, that game. Right. Um, so, so the contingencies are limited. We did put out an article explaining um, the new tier system so people can check that out. And I assume um, it's, I assume it's, it's there. Essentially, on, yeah. I yeah, assume essentially it's, you're taking a, a four tiers 
and 20 teams in which you have eight teams in Tier 1, four of whom have a bye, four of whom earn it, and then four teams in each of the other tiers, um, and instead of making everyone earn they're going into a specific tier and putting eight teams in each tier and having just three. Um, so essentially also guaranteeing that every team plays at least four games um, and, and skipping the 17th to 24 seeds on, on Thursday and making them play on Friday for the right to go to tier two, um, having the top 16 teams play on Thursday for the right to go to tier one, and then the losers are the teams who had an opportunity to go to tier one but, but lost play the teams who are vying to go to tier two and the winners of those games go to tier two the losers go to tier three and then from there on it's just quarterfinals semifinals championship and quite simple and people need to know if they're basketball people if they're fans of of all of this especially uh, during this march madness today's the big day uh sunday's gonna be a big day right all day sunday's a big day uh, including the semifinals for tier one and then Monday, of course, is the championship. It's all at maxlive.com, M-A-C-S-Live.com. And I know that you want people watching, but we also want to encourage people to come and be there live and in person. Is the arena going to be open under regular regulations, under COVID regulations? What's happening there at the Max Stern Athletic Center? Yeah, it's under 70% capacity um, officially. I don't exactly know what that means. <laughs> or how it's um, going to be enforced, right? Yeah, it's 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 tricky to enforce, I would add also, because obviously the, the typical fan for these high school games is going to be younger than typical Max fan. Right. Um, and so they're probably smaller on average, which means you can fit more people. Right. Um, so I'm not exactly sure how capacity is being determined here, um, but there will be fans allowed. Currently at YU there is no mask mandate, so I'm I can't imagine that masks would be required in any sense on that front. And obviously vaccines are required just as they have been all year. Right. Got it. Well, good luck, Akiva Poppers. I assume you have a full slate of people that are going to be announcing and are going to be helping you to produce the uh, the broadcast, right? Yeah. For the entire production over the course of Sarachek, we have over 75 people involved. Unbelievable. And, um, and – uh, uh, everyone will be able to follow the action at maxlive.com, M-A-C-S-Live.com. Akiva Poppers, good luck. Send uh, my best to the entire Max Live team. Thank you. Hopefully I don't collapse in the middle of the day. I hope <laughs> you don't. I remember we started this whole thing with JewishBasketball.com, those of you who are, gosh, that's a long time ago. And now the uh, children of some of the announcers from those first years are serving as announcers for this Sarachek tournament. So. Nice to be involved with this thing and to promote this thing all these years. And uh, congratulations to Max Live for really doing a great job, as was pointed out by the gentleman I spoke to yesterday. That timing could not have been better, that's for sure. Hey, our friends at Aaron's Casino Farms want to remind you that Pesach is right around the corner. Aaron's Casino Farms has aisle after aisle after aisle of Pesach products, while they still have aisle after aisle after aisle of what you need over the next few weeks. And that's the way to go shopping, everything under one roof. It's all there. Uh, with uh, a great staff ready to help you out um, with any need that you have for this upcoming holiday and for the days between now and the holiday. Mechis is uh, available, the great takeout counter over at Aaron's Casino Farms in Queens. You can place your Yuntov order now and get set for that, So we and we strongly suggest you do. It's all happening over at Aaron's, Aaron's Casino Farms. Go to casinofarms.com and uh, get your orders in and enjoy a great shopping experience. More coming up. It's JM in the AM. <laughs> Vihishe Omdo, Vihishe Omdo, 
Thursday morning broadcast, JM in the AM. Simcha Liners rise up. Dayenu done by the New York Boys Choir. Mordechai Shapiro with both Abba and Vihisha Amda. Our uh, Nissan Chesed campaign has begun. I know it's still odd there, but we began the campaigns. I'm just anxious to get to it already. <laughs> uh, asking everyone to think of uh, a nice gesture to do for somebody before Yontif, and then we ask that anybody who has a nice gesture done for them Try to do uh, a similar one, or yet a different one, whatever it might be, for somebody before Yontif. This was a uh, this was a, a very very successful campaign last year. One year ago when we introduced it, I have suggestions, lists of suggestions of what people could do. So often people are like, "I want to help and I want to do things. I just don't know what to do." And we'll have an opportunity to speak about those over the next couple of weeks. And if you have a suggestion that you want to make or you want to add to my list, it's nachum and or of course you can always comment 
on the NSN app. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, by the com on the NachumSegal Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Well, we get an opportunity every once in a while to speak to Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowicz. Uh, he and everybody at Art Scroll are responsible for so many amazing things that are coming out. And now it's, you know, just a couple of weeks before Pesach. You can imagine there's things to talk about and things to update people about uh, on this Thursday morning. Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowicz and I remind everybody that when you go to artscroll.com, uh, if you hear something today in this conversation you want to order, if you're on the website you want to order something, you know the rule. We established this rule here at this uh, at this program. Always use promo code radio. Go to artscroll.com. You want a great discount. You want free shipping. Always use promo code radio. Again, always use promo code radio at artscroll.com. Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowicz, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachum. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Great to speak to you. There's so much going on. By the way, um, I'm, I'm, I'm only half kidding when I say this. D- has a discussion already begun about a biography of Chaim Kanievsky, or is that something that uh, you, you guys will likely not pursue? We will definitely pursue it. Rav Chaim, the of Rachel, was very close to us, encouraged us along the way with all our projects. And although there are so many stories out there already, and everyone's reading about Reb Chaim, and, you know, it's one of those gedolim, it doesn't happen too often that someone is nifter, passes away, and everyone really feels that they lost a piece of themselves. He connected with everyone in Am Yisrael. We will definitely be doing a biography. Uh, We actually had in the works, Nachum, I don't know if you saw it on the website yet, but we already went to print. It was all scheduled to go. A storybook for young teens, we'll call it. Let's say 10, 11, 12, 13-year-olds. A storybook of Reb Chaim Kanievsky and Yabad Ben Chaim L'Chaim of Gershon Edelstein, which is going to be in the bookstores before next Shabbos. Oh, wow. So that's something people should note. They'll find that on the website. They'll find it in bookstores. And obviously, as you said, down the road, there'll be a biography. Uh, please, God. Um, well, I mean, the big there are a lot of big stories when it comes to uh, Art Scroll, especially this time of year. Uh, let's start with one of the big stories, and that is the uh, incredible completion. And we say Mazel Tov, as you and everybody in Klal Yisrael celebrates the completion of the monumental 51-volume English Schottenstein edition Talmud Yerushalmi. Now, we'll just assume for a moment that most people are familiar with the fact that there's a Babylonian Talmud and a Jerusalem Talmud. The Bavel one, the Babylonian one, is the one that has dominated <laughs> over the centuries and certainly uh, in this generation as well. Tell us a little bit about this accomplishment of now Talmud Yerushalmi being in a 51-volume English set. This is an amazing accomplishment. Um, my father, Rameh Zlatowicz Zatzal, always felt that completing Yerushalmi would be the crown jewel of his accomplishments on this world. People always wondered, like, really? Is it like you did Siddur, Machzorim, Talmud Bavli, Mishnayis, etc. But he said that until this point, everyone was able to learn those things. People were able to daven. And although we opened it up that people could understand it on a higher level, they weren't what we would call closed books. Yerushalmi was closed to the masses. Right. Only the greatest Tamidi Chacham of every generation were able to study it, and through the Schottenstein edition and all the donors who made it possible, it opened up what was technically closed for over 1,600 years. There are so many people actually learning Yerushalmi now. 
that you know I was in Los Angeles three weeks ago for the Simcha. I walk into a shul to Davin Shachris on a Friday morning. A young man comes over to me, a man in his low 40s. He says, I want to thank you. I made a theme on Yerushalmi a few months ago. Wow. I couldn't believe it. And we're <laughs> hearing from a lot of people that they are learning Yerushalmi as part of their daily study. What is the it? Reason why you, the reason why Yerushalmi is so cryptic, if, you know, we, we, we put out a video. People could check on our website. Magnificent video going through the history of Yerushalmi through the publication of the Schattenstein edition. And most people don't know. They think Yerushalmi was written in Yerushalayim. It was not. It was written up in Tveria. And it was completed around 150 years before the Talmud Babli, before the Babylonian Talmud. And the reason it's so cryptic is because the Jews in Eretz Yisrael at that time were persecuted. And they basically had to run. And they never had an opportunity to really finish the Yerushalmi the way they wanted to. Bavli was worked on for another 150 years. So Bavli became the thing that Klal Yisrael studied, but Yerushalmi is now being opened to the masses, which is just a special merit. By the way, we should mention on a practical sense that uh, now through the 28th of March, people could save over $700 when getting the entire English Yerushalmi set and the individual volumes are on sale at approximately 25% off as well. What does it say about your team of scholars that uh, they've now made Yerushalmi accessible to people in this era? If it is as complicated and cryptic as you mentioned, then it's a, it, there's, there's an even further compliment, an even further accomplishment that your team of scholars has gone ahead and, uh, and taken and, and accomplished. Well, we're blessed with the greatest scholars, and, you know, Bavli has Rashi. We know Rashi is the father of all commentaries. Right. So, you know, you have Rashi, you follow Rashi, he explains the Gemara. And Bavli, what's fascinating is there's no Rashi, there's no Rishonim. In Yerushalmi, the later commentators, have they, they could argue over a line in Yerushalmi where some will say it's a question, some will say it's an answer, some will say it's a statement. So it was very cryptic. Also, the different versions, the Gersos are different. And we're just blessed with great scholars who were able to put together a presentation that now it's understandable. Yeah, pretty remarkable, frankly. Rebecca Dahlia's Lotto is with us. We're talking about updates from Art Scroll, different things that are going on. Again, check out the English Yerushalmi information at artscroll.com. And you know the rule, always use promo code radio when ordering from that website. Um, so yesterday, and, and we got to, <laughs> I mean, we'll move on to something else for a moment because um, <laughs> because there are a lot of uh, kids, grand, kids, parents, and grandparents that are going to be anxious to hear this. Uh, when you went into the um, uh, into the um, arrangement with Uncle Maishi, uh, I, I would assume some people thought it would just be, you know, you know, maybe 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 one project with him, etc. And here we are. Uh, just got this in the mail yesterday. A brand new Uncle Maishi uh, bonus gift pack with a music album CD, a brand new storybook, all for Pesach, the very best Pesach surprise. So this thing with Uncle Maishi was not just a lark. This thing with Uncle Maishi, I see you want to you know, get, get as much out of it as possible. We love the connection with Uncle Maishi. Uncle Maishi, we say, is the longest-serving Jewish entertainer. <laughs> Right? Nachum, I think Uncle Moshe is doing this over 40 years. Yeah, it's pretty remarkable. And, you know, how many generations he's touched. And to, he has a ability 
to reach the neshamas of even the youngest child, two, three-year-olds are dancing to his music and understanding the joy of Judaism through the song. So we are looking to do many projects with them. As you know, we did one on Shabbos, one on Hanukkah. Right, I forgot the beautiful Hanukkah new there. book is on the preparation for Pesach. Right. Ten new songs. We did it together with Donnie Gross, who's a musical genius. And it's just fun and uplifting and just makes Pesach preparation and songs about the Seder, you know, the famous song about who knows one. And sure. just the, it, it, it just makes it fun. The kids are going to be at the Seder singing these songs. And it's just something that we're very, very proud of. It looked like a strange connection at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. But if you think about it, if you think about our mission is to spread Torah and to bring people closer to Yiddishkeit and the feel for Hashem, then why not start when they're three years old? There's no reason to wait till they get older. There's room at Arts Grove for Yerushalmi scholars and for Uncle Moishi. How do you like that? That's right. <laughs> uh, check it out, folks, and do so ASAP because you want to get this, obviously, way in advance of Yuntiv. Go to artsgirl.com. There are three. I, I forgot about the Hanukkah one. Uh, but the m- most recent one, of course, is the Pesach one, the very best Pesach surprise with Uncle Moishi, and the CD is included. Plus, there's a, uh, plus there's a nice um, uh, oh, a doorknob hanger. Uh, to to indicate once the room has been completely cleaned for Pesach. While we're on the subject of Pesach, uh, we'll start with the youth uh, because we just uh, spoke about Uncle Maishi. The Jaffa family edition of the weekly Parsha series has produced a Haggadah, an illustrated Haggadah, and the story of Yitzhak Mitzrayim based on Midrashim. Now, you know, one of the things that I think anybody would ask you this time of year is, you know, how many Haggadahs do we need, right? That's the that's always the question. It's got to be the most popular book uh, in Jewish tradition. And uh, I know that when it comes to the Haggadahs, we have boxes and boxes of them uh, in our home and try to choose the ones we're using, you know, each and every year. Uh, what can you tell me about this, about the need for uh, this youth Haggadah, this uh, weekly Parsha series Haggadah Shal Pesach? So... You know, a few years ago, we started the weekly Parsha series where we came out with the story of the Parsha with beautiful color illustrations. Um, So we completed that around six months ago, and it has uplifted and just made people's Shabbat tables so, you know, exciting. It has the story of the Parsha, questions. We found that even adults use it to prepare to come to the table with something to say, something to say over to the children. And when we finished Chamishachim Torah, the next request was we have to do Haggadah this way. And this Haggadah is so special. It has the whole text of Haggadah. It has a bunch of different do-you-knows, things to say over to say there. And there's a whole section in the back going through the entire story of Yetzirah Mitzrayim with all the Midrashim. It's something the children will cherish. The pictures are vibrant. I mean, the illustrations are vibrant. It brings the story to life. And we believe that this is a Haggadah, which is going to become a staple at most Seder tables. And Haggadah, you're right. Haggadah is the number one published <laughs> Jewish book. But then again, Nachum, everyone has a Seder. Even the most secular Jews right. have a Seder. So there's something about telling over the story of Yitzhak Mitzrayim that's our connection to really our roots as Jews. I just uh, marvel at how people need the latest Haggadahs. You know, it's like one of those things where they just have to add and add to the collection. Uh, with most other, you don't see people saying, I need the latest sitter. You know what I mean? 
With the Haggadahs, it's a different thing. Pesach comes around, and everyone just wants something new to bring to the table, which uh, I think is unique to uh, the Haggadah. I think it's unique to Pesach. Speak, it really is. Speak, and we have two other new Haggadahs. I was just going to say, we, tell us what's new in that we category. Just came out, we just came out with the Haggadah of the Gerid dynasty, going all the way back to the Kotzke Rebbe, mm. to the Gerid Rebbe, Sisfas a beautiful Agada, which was made possible by the Wordiger family, which we feel is going to be very popular. And, of course, the famous Rav Druk. As you know, we did a Rav Druk commentary on Machzor Rosh Hashanah and Machzor right. Kippah, and now we came out with Rav Druk and the Agada. So added to the collection. This might be number 60, 61, or 62. I'm not exactly sure. For Arts Girl. It's in the 60s in terms of number of Agadas? We're in the sixties already. Interesting. Wow. Uh, I think the I think the original Haggadah was pretty early in Art Scrolls history, right? Like within a year of when Art yeah, Scrolls started. The, the Rabbi Elias Haggadah. Yeah. The classic Art Scroll Haggadah, yes. Yeah, very close to the beginning. Uh, we've got uh, Rabbi Gedalia Zlato is with us live via telephone. We direct everyone to artscroll.com. Again, artscroll.com. Uh, you'll see on the uh, website a whole bunch of brand new material, especially uh, you know, high, and we are highlighting some of them right now. That you should be aware of. Uh, you actually are releasing a brand new machzer, which I didn't realize. It's a Hebrew-only Sfard machzer for Pesach. We get a lot of requests for Hebrew-only machzorim, and we're just continuing that series. We just did the Sfard yeah. um, a Pesach, and you know we also just to mention once one topic of Sedurim and yeah. machzorim, because this is not full. We are coming out now. We just came out with a weekday. Nusuch Sfad, and we're working now in Nusuch Ashkenaz, a interlinear sitter for B'nai Eretz Yisrael. <laughs> As we know, the Minhagi and Eretz Yisrael are different. Right. Many times they're, you know, different halachas, whether it's Bechat Kohanim or other things. So we are working on, we came out with Nusuch Sfad already, but an interlinear sitter with the Nusuch for those who are davening in Eretz Yisrael. All right, we'll keep that in mind. It's amazing. We, <laughs> while most of us think that there's uh, no need or, or that one can't even think of what other type of sedurim we need, it seems that there's always a niche uh, that, uh, that can be served uh, with a new sitter out there. Rabbi Beryl Wine is out with a brand-new book, which is really appropriate for these times, Struggles, Challenges, and Tradition, How Jewish Communities Defended Orthodoxy from 1820 to 1940. And frankly, a lot of these issues, I believe, are still... Uh, um, are, are still, uh, you know, um, uh, uh, pertinent today uh, in 2022. So you're not just reading a history book, you're reading a real lesson book in terms of what we can learn from the past and apply it to what's happening now. Rabbi Berlwein is a gift to the Jewish people, as we know. It's amazing that he's still writing. He's always thinking what is the next, not the next book, but the next two or three books. Amazing. But Rabbi Cohn called me up the other day and he told me that this is, the most important book he's read from Ribera Wine ever. Wow. And Ribera Wine has published a lot of books. It goes through the subtitles we know is how Jewish communities defended orthodoxy right. from 1820 to 1940. It was a very hard time for Orthodox Judaism, the Haskalah movement. A lot of, we lost, unfortunately, a lot of Jews to the Haskalah movement. And Rabbi Wine goes through that entire history. But as you say, it's not history. It's really what we're living through today. Yeah. And there are so many lessons here we could take for our own life just to open our eyes and to see what's happening. There's a fascinating inside art school. You know, we have these author interviews, 
right. that Rabbi Hissiger does. There's a fascinating history on our website, a fascinating interview on our website with Rabbi Beryl Wine. I encourage everyone to watch it when they can find the time to do that. It's, he's, Rabbi Wine is just amazing. Yeah, he's incredible. You'll see on artscroll.com the brand new book, everybody. Also, we should mention that the. Uh, uh, the Rabbi, that Rabbi Yechiel Spiro has a brand new one called What a Story, Captivating Stories Rich, rich with Meaning. Uh, he's very, very popular and now is out with a brand new one. And uh, we should mention also, this is something that I'll have an opportunity, please God, to speak to Rabbi Seltzer about, the brand new book about Rabbi Yitzchak Shiner, The Life and Leadership of the Common Arts of Rosh Hashiva. We'll have an opportunity to speak to Rabbi Seltzer about that as well. Those of you looking for great Pesach reading, consider all of these as you peruse the website at artscroll.com. By the way, I have to... Uh, uh, I, I didn't realize that this Shmiras Halushan was going to make the impact that it has, but I've heard from a lot of people who have been enjoying the brand new Chavetz Chaim's masterpiece, Shmiras Halushan. Uh, what is unique? It's dedicated by Ellie and Malki Friedman. What is unique about this edition of Shmiras Halushan? Well, the, the the translation is beautiful. It's easy. It reads easy. I mean, the Chavetz Chaim wrote in such a you know a beautiful way. Like he's writing as if he's talking to a friend. And he goes through, these are not the halachos of Shemir Halashan, that's brought down in the Sefer Chafetz Chaim, but this is more the ethical part, explaining to people how just their entire way of life would be better. They wouldn't speak Lashon Hara. And the, just the language the Chafetz Chaim uses, he speaks to you as you're a friend. <laughs> He's just talking to your heart. And there are beautiful examples and stories it's something I encourage everyone. It's like a beautiful thing to even learn with the family around the table, a dinner table or a Shabbos table, just to take a small piece. It's easy, it flows, and the message is so important. Uh, again, it's Shmiras Halashan. It's brand new, dedicated by the Freedmans, and uh, it is certainly making an impact out there about the power of speech. Uh, by the Chavitz Chaim. Uh, go to artscroll.com for information about all this or about Gedalia Zlotowitz. Anything else you'd like to mention that I may not have mentioned in this conversation? No, I just want to encourage everyone. We have to bring up Nachum Mishnah Yomi. Oh, yeah, it's today. It, 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 it's going strong, and uh, we're making a CM. I think um, today's today the, or tomorrow. Yeah, we're, today's today the, we're finishing Demai. Today's the brand new Masechta, I believe. And people are going strong. Thousands and thousands of people. It's never too late to start. And it's just only two Mishnahs a day. And in less than six years, you'll finish the entire Shisha Sidre Mishnah. I'm not going to ask you if you're up to date, Nathan. Don't worry. Well, (laughs) I will tell you one thing. Getting trying to get up to date has become a very serious topic in my family. So Baruch Hashem, it's it's still at the forefront. It's been a rough. Okay, great. It's, been, it's been a rough few weeks, but we're trying our hardest. Trust me. I know, I know. <laughs> but I, I encourage. It's so easy. You know, if there's one thing, just going back to the way sure. we started the conversation. You know, we, we can't be Rechaim Kanievsky's Atzal. Obviously, he was beyond human imagination. As be, you know, as many Gedolim said, he would have been a giant. Three, four hundred years ago in those generations. Right. But everyone knows that Reb Chaim had what he called his chiyuvim, his obligation. Every single day, and these were printed already. He did, I believe it's seven or eight blot of Gemara and Medrash and Kumish and and then Halacha and Tesefta, everything. He went to call Torah Kula, the entire Torah every year. But he called it his obligations, which meant that he would not go to sleep until he did what he had to do for that day. Amazing. Every person in their own life could take something upon themselves in learning Torah 
that they could do every day, whether it's one line, whether it's one Mishnah, whatever it is, just take it upon yourself and look at it like Rukhaim did as an obligation to do during your time during the day. Great message. Great message. Rabbi Gedalia Zlato, it's amazing what's happening at Art Scroll. Continued success with you and your entire uh, team of scholars that's doing so much for our community. And uh, we wish you a, 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 I know it's not too early to wish a Chai Kosher V'Sameach, uh, but I can tell you that the Pesach season in general is going to be enhanced because of what you guys are producing and releasing to the public. So a big yesh call for that. Well, thank you. As I always say, we could produce the greatest books in Sarim, but if people are not interested, we wouldn't be able to do it. Right. So I thank, really, Am Yisrael for wanting to learn Torah, wanting to get closer to Hashem, to all those who help us make it possible to you, Nachum, for always talking about us and bringing us to the forefront. I wish you, your whole family, and all your listeners a chakosh of Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowitz, everybody. Uh, artscroll.com. Artscroll.com. Everything we've discussed this morning is there. Uh, you know the rule. When you go to artscroll.com, always use promo code radio. Great discount, free shipping. Always use promo code radio at artscroll.com. Thursday morning broadcast. More coming up at JM in the AM.
yourselves in a situation. You put yourself in a situation. And if you put yourself in that situation, you can put yourself in another situation. That moment changed my life. It's the most daring, moving story ever to have been told. One of agony and glory, of a mission to uphold. Mm, and you're essential to this story. Letter in its sacred scroll, and it's not just allegory when you embrace your place and role. You never find yourself in a situation that you cannot undo. So let your letter shine unto the nations. Be proud to be. Cause we've been hunted down in senseless hate And we're searching back with love and care And it's never, ever too late For any Jew, anywhere Every soul's a holy letter Every family word A community, a sentence Each voice, it must be heard and to the letters that rose up in smoke, we must do more than say never again. And be the eternal letters of hope for our children and for them. And you know, you never find yourself in a situation that you cannot undo. So let your letters shine unto the nations. Be proud to be a Jew. Hate, and we're searching back with love and care. I know it's never, never, never too late for any Jew, any Jew, anywhere. Hey! He said to himself, if the Nazis search out every Jew in hate, we will search out every Jew. There's a home we must build together To heal a fractured world The dignity of difference we must treasure In our deeds and in our words Live with faith in our future Be the leader you were born to be day will come much sooner when we'll all live in harmony you never find yourself in a situation that you cannot undo so let your letters shine onto the nations be proud to be a Jew cause we've been hunted down in senseless hate It's never too late.
the sweetest song scale the highest mountain don't get me wrong these are wonderful things even significant things you can strive for wealth fame and success 
And trust I'll think of you no less These are wonderful things Even significant things But nothing in your life Will ever be more meaningful Than giving of yourself to help another Seven seas, drink the finest wine, paint a masterpiece. Why I think that's fine. These are wonderful things, even significant things. You can study life's deepest mysteries, turn simple words into poetry. These are wonderful things. Even significant things but nothing in your life will ever be more meaningful than giving of yourself to help another
nothing in your life no nothing in your Eitan Katz with Truma. His title track was great. Speaking to him earlier in the week, I hope you heard the archive. If you didn't hear the uh, live show and yesterday with A.B. Rottenberg as well, check out the uh, the archive if you didn't hear the live show. Journeys before that with the volume number five and Nothing in Your Life by Mordechai Shapiro. Avram Rosenblum and company with Shira Kayam. Ruby New had It's Never Too Late and Zevi Weinstock and Ari Zucker together with Anim Zemiro here at JM in the AM. Well, we mentioned that we have some big announcements this week. Mark Zamek, our uh, our music director and uh, someone who's very, very involved in programming here at the Alcom Musical Network, is with me live via telephone. We're going to introduce another special guest in just a moment. Mark, good morning to you, sir. Good morning, Nachum. How are you? I just felt with all these changes going on, a lot of them encouraged by you, I, I wanted to be fair and uh, toss you into the limelight for a moment. Tell me your reaction to Yossi Zweig rejoining the Nachum Siegel Network. I'm very happy to have Yossi Zweig back. He actually spoke yesterday. He called me during oh, the show. Nice. And uh, Well, not on the air, but it, nice. it was weird because there was delay and... I see his caller ID pop up, and I didn't quite understand it because he was talking to me while he was talking on my computer. Right. But uh, you know how that works. I heard two uh, long segments of his show yesterday. I thought it was great. Look, he really puts a lot of effort and energy into every show that he does. He's very prepared. 
is way ahead of the curve on the new music. He's very, very involved, and I think it's great to have him back into the fold. It certainly makes my life hunting for new music a lot easier. And uh, on Thursdays, everybody, a slot that you've been used to me for the last God knows how many years. I think I have to ask Rummy. I think it's like 16, 17 years. Uh, he's officially going to be at the helm of the Thursday Live Lunch. I may call in today, maybe other times as well, and we may actually do some stuff together. Uh, we don't know. All this stuff has to be tweaked as we continue down the road. But uh, he will be hosting our exclusively. This is not something that's being simulcast like yesterday. Exclusively our Thursday Live Lunch starting at 11 a.m. Eastern time today right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. So, Mark, I appreciate those comments. And, uh, Mark, you have somebody who we're going to introduce in a moment who's going to be following you. The uh, Erev Shabbos show brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem traditionally goes from 7 until 10 p.m. every single Thursday night. If not 10, it could be a drop later, which our guest is going to have to <laughs> get used to. <laughs> but we have found a gentleman named Tani Gutterman. Tani, good morning to you. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. A pleasure. And our second big find of the week, if you will, is Tani Gutterman, who now is going to be presenting his uh, Parsha Shavua podcast, his Parsha Shavua segment, uh, right after the Erev Shabbos show every single Thursday night on the Nahum Siegel Network, and that begins tonight. Tani, give us a little background. You're involved in a lot of podcasts and a lot of topics. Tell everybody out there what you've been doing over the last few years in the world of media. Thank you so much for having me. So sure. my name is Tani Gutterman. And I live in Long Island with my wife and my four kids. I always loved audio. I always loved radio. And one day when I was after work, when I was thinking what I could do with my voice and my radio ability, I always loved listening to you and everyone growing up. I said, let me use my voice for Torah and for my degree as an occupational therapist. So a couple of years ago, I founded and started hosting some of my shows. And I literally changed them to be called the Tani Talks podcast recently at the behest of my role model, Rabbi Seltzer. We have five different shows. Everything could be for different people. We have the Parsha one that, thank God, we are able to share with you. Thank you so much for that. Sure. We have the Daf Yomi show, which is a couple of minutes on the Daf. We have Pirkei Avos. We do a Mishnah per day with a commentary. We have the OT show where I share some practical knowledge as an OT every day. And then we have the live show where we talk a topic per session every couple of weeks, just trying to bring audio bursts to uplift the days of those around us. So that's the story, is that uh, we're taking one of Tani's podcasts, in this case, a Parsha Javu, and this is how we are uh, getting him into the network lineup. There may be more down the road, Tani. There may be other uh, other things like like the ones you just mentioned that we're going to want to include as well. But right now, this is how we're going to get started. And I hope you're excited to be part of a regular featured lineup. Every single Thursday night when the Arab Shabbos show comes to its conclusion, hosted by Mark Zamek and presented by the wonderful people at Kedem, people will be able to hear you on Parsha Shavu, and I hope that that uh, brings you a measure of excitement. I'm very excited, very thrilled. I thank you so much for the opportunity and the ability to be on your network. I can't wait for it to get started. Uh, Mark, your comment about having, uh, well, not a lead-in, but I guess you're the lead-in for uh, Tani Gutterman's Parsha Shavu. Yeah, I guess we're going to have to coordinate. Maybe I can play some of the last few songs that will tie into uh, That's great. his Zadzvar uh, Torah if he gives me the heads up. Tani, you hear that? Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. Always thinking, Mark. Always thinking. Always playing Parsha songs anyway. To so. say the least. Uh, Shemini and Parra this week, 7 p.m. tonight. Followed and by Ben Shingroshkodes. And Ben Shabbos Moorachim in, in addition. Uh, followed by Tani Gutterman and Parsha Shavua, all on the Nahum Siegel Network. Start at 7 p.m. with the Kedem presentation of the Arab Shabbos show. And, of course, stay with us all day long, including Yossi's Wags, uh, 11 a.m. Uh, Thursday live lunch here at the Nahum Siegel Network. So a lot of positive changes, a lot of stuff going on, adding some personalities that will enhance our network. Tani, we look forward to working with you, and good luck tonight in your debut performance for us. 
Thank you so much, and thank you so much for having me. Have a wonderful day and a wonderful Shabbat. You as well. And uh, Mark, this is uh, this is uh, the mission. The mission is to keep adding people that will enhance our programming, and I think we're on the right road. I uh, I absolutely think that we are. I have one thing to throw in once sure. I'm on the air, sure. if, if you don't mind. Yeah. Next Shabbos, next Shabbos in the Young Israel of Tinek, the return of the Shabbat Chazanut with uh, Netanel Harshtik and his Hampton Choir. With three Torahs. With three Sifrei Torah and Hallel, and uh, as Natanel finally says, Atayaratsta. <laughs> um, I hope he doesn't say it like that for <laughs> yeah, the Yeah, I don't think so. He has this piece that I've heard him do a number of times, which I hope he does next week. So, you know, a, spe- a special, I think it might be a Rosenblatt piece for Atayaratsta, which we're uh, nice. hoping for with the choir. It's, uh, it's dedicated in memory of uh, Mr. Joseph Dresner, who uh, Adina Pultman's father, and the Yaakov and Adina um, uh, sponsored the Shabbos, and they've endowed it. And it's really, first of all, we've been without it for two years, right. um, and, but it's really just, you know, talking about music and talking about uh, Shabbos. It really just is. For those people in walking distance of the Young Israel of Tinek, which includes most of Englewood, right. we uh, encourage uh, everybody to uh, stop by either Friday night or Shabbos morning to hear Natanel Herstick and the Hampton Synagogue Choir next Shabbos, Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Nachum. The one and only Mark Zomik. Everybody, more coming up. It's JM in the AM. Alle 
Shirei Halel Te Yachar 
להודות ולהתפלל, להרים את הכוסית וגם לאחל ולברך על ההמשך שניפגש לשמחות.
it up they call that wake up Yidin. Yaakov Shweki's toast to life Hershey Rosenbaum with Rifwa Enu Thursday morning my brothers and sisters in Israel we are with you it's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners sponsored digital radio around the world web NachumSingle.com on the NachumSingle network and of course on the beloved NSN app wraps up an amazing Thursday at JM and the AM don't forget our Chesed campaign that I am now completely in love with <laughs> after one year is going to be featured this morning. Miriam El Wallach has invited me to discuss the um, It Takes Two Chesed campaign leading up to the month of Nisan and the holiday of Pesach. Please tune in and tune into all of our great programming. Charlie Harari, uh, Michael Fragan with Avi Schick, Jew in the City Speaks with an amazing interview with a uh, representative of a Hollywood family. From the world of Orthodox Judaism. And of course, Yossi Zweig at 11 o'clock with the Thursday Live Lunch. Have a fabulous Thursday. Tomorrow we're back, including the uh, weekly update. Make sure to join us. Till tomorrow, Nachum Segal reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.